Good morning and welcome to worship at First Baptist Church of Salt Lake City. Uh, I am so pleased that you have decided to join us on this beautiful Sunday morning and uh, that we are worshiping together in this unique way. It's not, not the way we would like to, but uh, it's better than nothing at all. Uh, I pray that you are all finding ways to enjoy your summer in spite of the pandemic and in spite of the stifling heat that's going on uh, over the last couple of days. Make sure you're being careful out there. Drink lots of water and, and stay hydrated. Why don't we begin this morning by offering a word of prayer. Join me. Our loving and gracious God, we are so grateful for this time that is set aside for us to renew our connection with you and our communion with each other as we come before you this morning in a time of worship. May your Holy Spirit be stirred inside of us and may you inspire new things in us and give us insights and strength to make it through the coming week and indeed all our days on this earth. We thank you and we praise you. In the name of Jesus Christ, Christ we pray. Amen. Our scripture this morning is Psalm 23, a, a text that is probably very familiar to most of us. Uh, and it is often called the Shepherd's Psalm. And uh, if you're like me, you grew up memorizing the uh, King James Version of the Shepherd's Psalm. So that's what I'll be sharing now. Turn with me, if you will, to Psalm 23. Or maybe you don't have to look it up because you have it memorized. Uh, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. May God add a blessing to this reading of the text and cause it to be the inspired word for us today. This rather familiar psalm is accredited to uh, David, King David, uh, although, and, and it, some scholars would place it as being written in the time of David. However, other scholars, you will find people who are trying, who try to date it from the time of David all the way up to the Maccabean revolt in Jerusalem. And so it really could have been written any time in there as the Psalms were collected over centuries. In fact, uh, some of the Psalms were being written in the time of Jesus. They hadn't even been uh, collected at that time yet. So uh, suffice it to say that you could, you could locate this Psalm anywhere in that time, and, and as I said a minute ago, scholars don't really agree on what that time might be. However, when I do look at the scholarship, I do notice uh, that they are almost in universal agreement 
that this psalm was written during a time of calamity in the life of God's people. If it was written in the time of David, it may have been written during any of David's uh, uh, terrible wars or, or the things that were going on there. Or it may have been written in a time of famine. Or it may have been written in a time when God's people were being oppressed by the Macedonians or by the Chaldeans or by the Romans. Uh, or And and it may have been written at that time as uh, uh, during those moments of overrun uh, and oppression by some foreign power. But suffice it to say that the psalm was likely written during a time of difficulty, during a time of despair, during a time when the people needed to hear a word of hope. And this comes to God's people as a word of hope. And it comes to us today as a word of hope uh, about God uh, and from God. Uh, it's a great uh, imagery that we are given of God's love for all of us. And it begins with this description of God as a shepherd, which is not unusual. There are dozens of psalms that refer to God as a shepherd. There are many instances in the Old Testament where God is referred to as our shepherd. And it's a great image because a shepherd really cares for the sheep in a way that People don't care after cattle or care after chickens or any of those things. Sheep have a particular uh, way about them. They're, they're not very often used for food. They're used for their wool. And so sheep are around a long time. A flock of sheep can be, uh, uh, can have, you know, sheep can live like 20, 30 years. And so shepherds get very attached to their sheep and they protect them and they take care of them. And when the New Testament comes along, when Jesus comes along, the, the John particular, in particular, describes Jesus as the good shepherd who brings all of us, who brings the sheep out into pasture to enjoy sweet grass and to be protected by the shepherd who is there to, to keep out those who would do the sheep harm. And so the good shepherd is our protector. And Jesus, as the good shepherd, would leave the 99 to go and retrieve the one lost sheep. And uh, that sheep is retrieved and brought back to the home. And so the imagery of God as a shepherd is a, is a good one and one that draws to mind many, many other scriptures as we talk about God as a shepherd or Jesus as, uh, as a shepherd. And, uh, again, there is this beautiful description of peace and tranquility and God's provision in the imagery of green pastures. I can just picture lying under a tree and listening to the birds and hearing that beautiful babbling stream going by and walking over to it and scooping up some water and, and drinking from that beautiful, clear, cold water. Uh, especially in a time of calamity, especially in a time of war, especially in a time of oppression, 
this kind of imagery of God giving a, this is the kind of peace that God desires for us. No matter what is going on in the world around us, God desires for us to find within God a peace that feels like a beautiful green pasture and streams of clear water. And even when we are in our most despairing times, even when it feels like we are walking through a dark, treacherous valley, the valley of death, even when it feels that way, uh, God is with us. The message of the psalm today is that God walks with us through this valley, through this time. And I don't know about you, maybe this is a time when it feels like we are walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And I have to say, for myself, I feel like we are in a deep valley uh, in the world today. Not just because of the pandemic, but yes, because of the pandemic, but not just because of COVID. COVID-19, but because of the state of our world and particularly uh, the state of America right now, it feels, it feels like a dark, evil valley at times. And uh, what I hear God saying today is that I am with you and I will lead you through this dark valley. My rod, the rod and staff, the, the staff of the shepherd was an important technical instrument that was used uh, for guiding the sheep through treacherous terrain and through difficult places on the on the journey uh, down the road. The, the, the long staff was easy to reach a, a stray sheep and the hook, you could yank a sheep back into line or, or you could pat them on the side and move them along in that way. And the rod was a, a blunt stick that was a club that was used to ward off predators and to keep, uh, to keep those who would do harm away from the sheep. And they were used to guide the sheep and to protect them in that same way as we go through our deepest valleys, whether they're, whether they're the, the world we're living in, like, uh, the pandemic right now or the, the state of America right now, or if there's personal dark valleys that we are going through, God is there to guide us through, to help us to make the steps forward, to take those, those first few steps and to guide us out of that valley and out into the daylight and back into the beautiful pastures that, uh, that we long to be in. And God, in the psalm, there is a description of of what victory looks like, again, for God's people who were likely in war or under some kind of oppression. The idea of of there being a, a feast and a banquet prepared in sight of those who would do you ill, this is justice. This is God's justice. Uh, the description here is meant to remind us that there is an equitable, just kingdom of God that is within our grasp. And uh, this description of being uh, of a table being laid before you, uh, you know, you may not have anything now, but in a just kingdom of God, there is a banquet prepared for you and and your head is anointed and your cup is full and there is grace and mercy and love abounding uh, an abundance of all that is needed. That is, this is the description of the kingdom of God. This is the description of what God's justice looks like. And the assurance comes to us that mercy and goodness 
will follow us all of our days and our soul is restored and we are made right before God no matter what is going on in the world. This idea of, of leading in paths of righteousness, God guides us and makes us right before God's self because God desires to be in a deep relationship with us. And so our soul is restored through the providence of God uh, as we go through our deepest struggles and again find pasture, find peace, find our restored soul and that goodness and mercy that God provides. I pray that in this time of difficulty and in any time of difficulty, you will find solace in this psalm. Call upon it. Um, uh, write it out. Memorize it. You, you know, put a bookmark in it. Um, paste it to your mirror and draw from it the strength of God that is there for ours to have that will help us to get through our most difficult times. And it's also a wonderful psalm that makes us, helps us express the appreciation that we have for God and all that God provides. Uh, thank you. Let us pray. Our loving and gracious God, we are so grateful for this wonderful psalm that is so packed full of meaning, packed full of uh, inspirational words that bring comfort to us in our time of struggle and bring words of thanksgiving to you uh, even in times of, uh, of goodness and mercy. We pray that uh, you would indeed guide us through our deepest valleys and this valley that we are experiencing right now and that we will come out of the valley into your green pastures and enjoy the warmth of your sun once again. We ask all these things in the precious and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now may the Lord go with you, abide within you, and work through you today and forevermore. Go in the love and the joy and the peace and the hope of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you and God bless. This song is a riff on the 23rd Psalm that a friend of mine and I wrote many years ago. And since Psalm 23 was our text today, I thought I'd share it with you.
things I need are keeping you close, keeping you near. The things I feel and all the things I need are your goodness and love in me. You anoint me with oil. The table is set, my cup overflows. Your house is my home. Welcome me in wherever I go. For the Lord is my shepherd, guiding me. The things I feel and all the things I need are keeping you close, keeping you near. The things I feel and all the things I need is your goodness and love in me. I won't be weak, I won't be afraid I won't be lost, for you're there always You're always there, the things I feel And all the things I need, keeping you close Keeping you near, the things I feel And all the things I need are your goodness and love in me? Are your goodness and love in me? Are your goodness and your love?